catchy. I wouldn't like. I definitely wouldn't say like. It, it's definitely like. If. <laughs> if it's not in like, inside of like the hentai's house, it's definitely knocking at the door. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely knocking at that back door of a hentai. This week's episode of the Unnamed Anime Podcast. I'm Mitch. I'm Brogan. I'm Jesse. <laughs> Hi, welcome. Uh, <laughs> um, I hope you viewers uh, at home uh, do have erections. Or um, the female equivalent to that. Erect <laughs> nipples and other things. And other things. I hope you're wet. We're going to get banned Jesus on Twitch Christ. before we even have, like, five followers. Oh, we're, no. We're gonna... Oh, so much needs to be cut, and I'm not going to do it because it's so fucking good. Fuck him. Uh, so, did you guys put the mature rating on our podcast? Yeah, we're explicit. Sure, why not? At least on Twitch. No, Spotify, I mean, yeah. like, I literally jumped in to, like, view it on Twitch, and it said, this podcast is deemed for a mature audience. Do you accept? Oh. Uh... I think I might have done that a long time ago. It's, I think it's a setting that sticks. Because, oh, this is like the first time it's ever said this to me. Oh, so. maybe it's because we said hentai and erection. Um, I, yeah, that, in the first five seconds, probably that. <laughs> and then also I think uh, they have some new terms of services because they now added like beach and hot tub uh, streaming types because everyone's doing those now. Now I have to buy an inflatable hot tub and drag it down into my basement. I'd God actually, damn it. Actually, if we did that, that we go outside, we take everything outside. We could do that. We could probably, we could fit one of those 20 inch inflatable hot tubs in here. Do you want to put water down in here? I don't fucking care. Fuck okay, this house. It's your, it's your fucking house. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so I put on Twitter that I had some big big breaking anime news today if it's big it can't be about my penis oh no this is huge, huge. um jesse i think yes. you in particular this hits really close to home to home for you okay all right this is i'm listening big huge so everyone's favorite anime the greatest anime to ever be made is possibly Getting a reboot, and it will be coming oh, back. Shit, Boku no Pico? No, <laughs> King of the Hill. What? <laughs> King of the Hill is possibly coming back. That's everyone's favorite anime. Yeah, it's the best anime ever made. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We should have had the King of the Hill uh, opening song in in the tournament. <laughs> Cut it now. <laughs> I think we I can't get that in there. They DMCA our asses so fast. Uh, for King of the Hill. Have you guys seen the uh, Attack on Titan King of the Hill mashup? No, not at all. Oh, they did like a theme song, like King of the Hill anime thing. It's actually really fucking cool. Was that actually your big news? That was one of them. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it actually was. I thought you guys would be excited about that. Uh, I thought you'd get in on uh, King of the Hill being in it. I mean, it takes place in Texas, Jesse. So when you said hits close no. to home, you meant geographically. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! You know, King of the Hill, The Simpsons, Family Guy. I really haven't watched any of that shit since Animation Domination, probably about a decade ago. <laughs> about when King. But of the I Hill mean, sure, there. why not? I like. I say probably my favorite character is 
Boom Hour because I just love when he talks. <laughs> so, if King of the Hills an anime, does that make Peggy a waifu? No, Peggy is um the trash from uh, Trash Princess from uh, Shield Hero a waifu? I bet you she's somebody's waifu. They're absolutely disgusting. You're a hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, bitch oh. from Shield Hero, as her name is now. Oh yeah, it was bitch, not trash. Yeah, trash is her dad. Yeah, tra- it's trash and bitch. Yeah. If you're an adventurer, she had like fucking two names. Her adventure name was like slut. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, hold on. I think the voice actress for uh, the like the niece character from Game of the Hill. I can't remember her name. I think she died. Oh, that's Yikes. not good. No, it's not. And speaking of death, um, I assume you guys know the other big news in the anime industry. Yep, yep, that was unfortunate. Jesse? Yes, sir? Are you aware of the, what, uh, the big thing that happened this week with someone dying? Um, was it the dude from Berserk? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, and he never finished it either, so mm-hmm. people just, it's going to be kind of a, how they interpret each character's ending, kind of. Yeah, he was on the schedule to finish it, too. He was, like, trying to get worked back up and doing things properly. Yeah. So, lots of that, like, I think it was Wednesday, I saw all the news, and I was like, oh, fuck. Just another example of... uh you know, the Japanese anime industry and uh, creators being overworked and unhealthy because they don't have time to take care of their own health. Yeah. Now, there's been, a, there's been a lot of speculation that he might have had other underlying health issues, but definitely the stress and the schedule didn't help anything. Because when you're, when you're already an unhealthy person, not being able to sleep or give yourself any self-care certainly piles on to that. Yeah. I mean, that series went on for 36 years. Yeah, that's insane. He was only 57, 58. Yeah. He was young. Uh, Jesse, did you ever get into the uh, Berserk series at all? Uh, no, not really. Um, I would. It's one of the shows where I've seen a lot of scenes from it. So, like, I don't know. I was just never, like... Saying I'm, I wasn't interested is not the correct term. But it was... I felt like I saw... A lot of cool shit happened, but it was just something that I, like, I don't know, didn't interest me story-wise. It's like, I've like, seen some videos where, like, it's on, like, a top ten list or something, and, like, they gave, like, kind of a synopsis. I'm like, oh, like, in theory, that sounds kind of cool, but, like, uh, like, if I don't have anything else to watch, then I'll watch it, and then, but that never arose. So, I'm not ruling it out by any means. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same camp. Um, I have seen parts of it and some of the spinoffs and all that. I'm not personally a fan of it, but I do appreciate what it, he did for the anime industry. You know, you can you can you can appreciate the art without being a fan of the style. Yeah, and I definitely think he had a profound impact on both the anime and the manga industry. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, it, his legacy will forever be enshrined. Yeah, I'm definitely. Same camp. I've never read it. I watched the movie that was on Netflix. That was like the first part of it. Um, I do know the big twist that happens. The twist. The twist. Uh, but I've never watched it. And 
now I kind of don't want to read it because, like, I don't want to read something that doesn't end. You, you you know the blue balls are coming. Oh yeah. Uh, what do you guys have a series that like you liked that uh never got an ending? So, how long do we have? <laughs> my biggest one. The thankfully the manga ended, but it pissed me off for so long because for the longest time I refused to read manga. I was like, why would I waste my time? I don't want to download an app. I don't want to read. I just want to watch. So for years I didn't finish it. But an anime that didn't finish that pissed me the fuck off. Nisekoi. <laughs> Nisekoi anime never fucking finished, and I had to go read the goddamn manga because it was such a good fucking anime, and that pissed me. Still pisses me off to this day. Because it's it's really popular. Like a lot of people love it. And they just never renewed it. Uh, Jesse, can you give us three of your animes that never finished? I won't waste. I won't waste too much time here. But I'd say probably the most recent show that that I'll probably end up reading the manga if the second season doesn't come in the next year or two, or is not like at least re- saying it's going to be released. But I really enjoyed Classroom of the Elite. Oh. Same. Same. That, that last scene, like, the last two minutes of it, I sat there with my fucking jaw open. I did not <laughs> see that. Like, I, you know me, bro. I'm pretty intuitive with things. I did not see that he fucking flipped the goddamn script. <laughs> oh, strange. I've never viewed you as a friend. That shook me. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. He was just like, nigga, I'm a survivor. I make it. I'm going to class A because I fucking am. Jesse, I'm so happy you mentioned that because same. I had forgotten because it's been so long, but fuck. Classroom of the Elite was so fucking good. And they just it just hasn't gotten a second season. And it came out in like 2017, but I'm like, that's the one where like I will rewatch it like multiple times. Like it was a it was great. Like I you know, in a perfect world if like the entire thing gets animated. Like, it could easily be in my top ten. You know, easily. From just the first season. Like, it would be hard for them to drop the fucking ball at this point. Yeah, I, I it was would, very good. I would say if they finished strong, like, if they had, like, a second, maybe third season, and they finished really strong, it could be up there. I don't know if I'd say top ten, but it could be up there. Top 15, top 20. Probably so. Because season one was really strong. And I'm actually surprised. There's a lot of hate. It gets a lot of hate in the anime community. Uh, I, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, it gets a lot of hate in the anime community. A lot of people thought it kind of uh, relied on some kind of, like, tropes. But what anime doesn't, so go fuck yourself. But it kind of did the tropes well. You know, it, they had the, the big muscular bully trope. They had the kind of introverted genius trope. But they... but. The way they put it in sort of this survival situation, this game show esque situation, was really cool. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, he's like a very like nonchalant, very kind of reserved character. You know, like I guess he be can be like deemed as like lazy, but he's not really lazy. He just does like exerts as little effort as possible, but gets max results. And like he doesn't really like show his emotions really well, like on his face. Like he just has kind of stoic look all the time. There's a couple scenes where, like, you see a glimmer of, like, you just, like, you said something that pissed me off, or, like, you know, or he gets, like, aggravated. But that's, like, two or three times in the entire show. He's pretty much, like, he's in, he looks like he's in control of every situation he's in. 
Well, you, you know what I would describe him as relating to real life and maybe getting a little too real? He's on the spectrum. He's definitely on the autistic spectrum. Not, not, and I, I know it's kind of funny, but like, not in a poor way, but like, like he might have like Aspergers to where he has really, really bad social skills, has a hard time understanding people's emotions, doesn't show his own emotion, but is so insanely intelligent, like stupid intelligent and calculated. Like, and a lot of the times on the internet, because internet culture is trash, when someone says autism, they're using it as an insult. I'm seeing it more from, like, kind of, like, analyzing him. Like, he might be on the spectrum a little bit. He, very bad with emotions, very cold, calculated, but so goddamn smart. No, no, I... That's that's fair. I, I'm laughing mostly because uh, you weren't expecting autism, were you? <laughs> I'm always expecting autism. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is just claim characters are on the spectrum, not as an insult. That you shouldn't insult people about that. It's not. That's not cool. Don't be a dick. Let's see. Broken, bring this one back. <laughs> Let's see. Let's, don't insult people. Don't call people autism. That's not. It's not okay. I just. It's a habit. I didn't like. I, I think they're on the spectrum. Um, I also was like, I, I've referred to myself as being on the spectrum a couple times. Uh, I'm not going to say one way or the other, but I wouldn't <laughs> say that's too far off the point. Yeah, see? Uh, <laughs> so, the, the other part of it was, I'm like, like, when he was like, it's hitting a little closer to home, I was like, I feel attacked. <laughs> Are you attacking me right I now? I literally never mentioned your name, sir. <laughs> I, I mentioned my name. <laughs> this is an interesting episode. Oh, it really is. Not ourselves. <laughs> but, but yeah, Jesse, thank you for saying Classroom of the Elite, because that needs a fucking second season. Okay, I'll, so badly. I'll watch it. I'll watch, I've seen it on Hulu. I've not like watched it. I'll, I'll give it my time. Ooh, another one. I can't remember the exact title of it, but it's like, I don't have many friends or something like that. It's a school anime um, where a bunch of kind of like loners join a club and over time kind of get closer to each other and then a love triangle forms. Um, shit, I wish I could remember the official title of it, like the Japanese um, name of it. If if there's anyone in the chat and you know, holler at us. But it's like it's called like like I don't have many friends or I'm not good with friends or something like that. Amazing anime. Another one where, like, kind of Jesse said, like, if we're just going based off of, like, one season type shit, it has the potential to be an all-time great. Like, it, it is one of the best school club tropey animes ever. And it didn't finish. And I haven't gone back and read the manga because I've been holding out hope because there's such a strong cult following for it that I'm like... Ten years later, are they going to give us a sequel? No, they're probably not. So I probably just need to read the manga. But fuck, it's so good. I, I really wish I could remember the name of it just sitting here. Um, but great. It's it's very uh, similar uh, to a show all three of us are quite familiar with. Um, my teen romantic comedy, Snafu. It's, it's, it's a similar setting. Does it have a similar like character designs almost? Ish, almost. There's, there's, you know, a a guy, a black-haired girl, and a, then there's a blonde girl, and then there's a little uh, lowly that has two different colored eyes, and yeah, it's it, 
Not the show I was thinking of. No, it's good. Okay. It's really good. And I'm so pissed I can't remember the name of it because it's been so goddamn long that I've been waiting for a second season that I've, I've forgotten the name of it. But it's something like, like I don't have many friends. Um, Bokuwa no Tamadachi Ga, maybe, is the Japanese name? Um, do, do you want me to look that up? Anyways, you, you, Google's a thing. That's another one that needs a fucking second season or third season or whatever it ended up having. It that story needs finished. Okay. Any that you're strongly about? I there's not a lot of things that I've read where like it doesn't end. Um, or like because most of mine would be from reading. Uh, at this point, right? Uh, or even stuff that like. I haven't watched because if I don't, if I watch it and it doesn't end, I just go straight to the manga and get that pumped straight into my veins. <laughs> um, so I guess my problem, and I guess I pose this question to you guys, is the thing that I always fear and have a problem with is when the ending is rushed, where you can tell they got told, hey, you need to wrap this up in like five chapters. Oh my god. I that's probably more of an issue with anime than with manga. I'm sure it happens in manga, but it happens a lot in anime too because a lot of animes nowadays are spun off of manga series that are either already done or have a ton of source material and they're trying to catch up with the manga. And I hate that with an anime. Like uh The Promised Neverland. That happened with The Promised Neverland. Mm. Season 1 of The Promised Neverland was a goddamn masterpiece. Like fucking Oscars worthy. And then season two, they skipped like hundreds of episodes or hundreds of chapters of the manga and like skipped like a time jump and skipped like major characters in the manga and just completely wrote them out. And it it just became garbo. And it's because they're like, you have to fit this in a season. It's like, well, can't we just do this part? Like, no, you're fitting the entire story in this season. It's like, okay, well, fuck me. <laughs> I I hate when people do that. It's like, if you're going to sign on to create an anime, tell the fucking story. Or don't sign on for the anime. Uh, Jesse, do you feel strongly about that? <laughs> no, I, res- I respect Mitch's uh, passion and intensity, and I'll double down. Okay, Mitch is a passionate man. I just want to fight the whole world. like, you know, And that's all I want for you. <laughs> like, I just want to be that fucking viral video with the guys in the backyard slapping everybody. I just want to be like that with the entire goddamn world. I just... <laughs> I'll remember not to go to school tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, no, I... There, there's a lot of manga that are actually... Uh, and you can notice it in the anime where it... Like, they had to start rushing it up. Uh, one book I read, like, Siren, had that problem. Uh, and then another story I'm reading, same thing. Like, like, oh, well, it's getting the axe, so they need to finish it up. Yeah. So, it's a real problem. Um, so, on the notes of talking about Berserk a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and uh, don't know if you guys know this, there's a very uh, traumatic rape scene in Berserk. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one uh, of the big plot lines. Yeah, that's one, of the, that's one of the big things. That's a big twist. A big twist. Um, on that note, uh, Jesse, 
you yes. and I started talking about it. Um, last week you gave me not last week, two weeks ago, you gave me homework. Uh, and <laughs> I like, did, I did indeed. Like speaking the, of rape, <laughs> yeah. Speak exactly. Speaking of rape, um, and like the bad student that I am, uh, I only did half of it. Uh, I got through so far half of redo of a healer. And you're loving it. I don't hate it. <laughs> I won't say I'm loving it. I told you you wouldn't hate it. If I don't hate it, uh, there are things in it that I do hate. I'm, I'm also, as you told me to, I'm watching it censored. <laughs> That's so cringy. As cringy as the show already is, just to watch it with weird bars and cuts, that'd be even worse. That's so weird. I have notes. And because you talked about the cuts... Uh, I'm going to bring up one of those notes. Okay. In the fir- in the second episode where the rape actually happens, because that doesn't happen until the first episode. Mm-hmm. Well, until well, the second episode, there's multiple instances. Well, and multiple people. The, that it happens the, the to. rape that everybody was mad about. They weren't mad about him being raped. No, nobody really talked about that. <laughs> okay, and they didn't really care. Yeah, they didn't really. Yeah, care. in 2021, we only care when females are raped because fuck men. That's the usual. That that's been all of history. <laughs> that's been all of his. Like, re, like he was raped more and more brutal. Oh my god. Um, I. Oh god. But yeah, the rape so that the internet cares yeah, about because it happened to a female. Yeah, and because that's kind of like the big like scene where his was more of a montage. Yeah, hers was like the big revenge scene. Or hers was a full, like three four minute scene near the end of the episode. And it's kind of like a crux of the show. Yeah. Uh, so after he's like, hey, do you want my dick or do you want this hot uh, rod? <laughs> you want my rod or this rod? Um, and she's like, oh, babe. Um, he's like, I don't know. Uh, which, real cringy. Yeah. It wasn't even funny at a point. It's just like, oh, I'm not comfortable with this. Um, but she literally asked for it, so it's not right. <laughs> She, she no. did request it. No, technically is because under duress is not consent. But then again, this isn't America, Brogan. This, that's true. Does, it's not Japan either. Does does that magical country have, you know, under duress consent laws? Dude, I don't think that magical country has any laws. Fuck the country they're from. They're all awful people. Yeah, it's just whoever's the most powerful makes the rules. I don't often call for genocides, but... <laughs> Jesus Christ, I hate all the people. C- coming there. from a Jew, he doesn't often call for genocide. I don't. <laughs> oh, we're not talking about that today. <laughs> that, that's a whole other thing currently happening in the news. I broke, broken. <laughs> Damn, breathe, breathe. I'm dying. My lungs are already destroyed. Um. So, rape scene's about to happen. And there, there, you have the text where it's like, oh, I'm like, it's like, oh, you're a pervert. And there's just kind of music going and a slow pan down on, like, the fireplace without getting to the fire. It's just kind of slowly panning down. Very, so you're just hearing, like, squishy noises and looking at a fireplace? I'm not even hearing that. I'm hearing music. I'm oh. just hearing the music. And I'm just like, and it's like a good 30, maybe 45 seconds of this slow pan down. 
And I'm so on edge and uncomfortable. I'm like, what's about to fucking happen? Why are you slowly... What is this? Is this fucking midsummer? What is... I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. Something bad's about to happen. You've got this music going. And a no, that was very something bad slow was currently plan. happening. And then, yeah, exactly. Then I realized, oh, wait, no. This is it censoring him doing what he's doing. <laughs> it's going to happen a lot. Uh, it, it happens a lot. Uh, and some, like, just side panning of long shots where you hear, hear talking and just, like, the scene and a still photo as they kind of try to pan it <laughs> and then have to go back and start panning again. Cause they ran out of room. <laughs> Cause they did that. The fireplace scene, they do that. They start to go down and it goes back. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I'm so, how, how do you make an already cringy show even more cringy? Bad censoring. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but quite frankly, when you get past those parts and that no character in the show is likable, Everybody is awful. That's not true. In the I, in the main care in the main cast, uh, you're not far enough yet. But I would argue that the Ice Wolf girl is likable and is just purely a victim. She she's only I feel so bad. And for she her. she is in the main cast. Okay, I I will. Like I said, you're not but far. He also fucks her relentlessly. So like I said, she is purely a victim. She's been gaslit, but that one's a little more consensual. Just barely. Just barely. It's not. It's not. But it's better than the other one. It, it's cons- you... it's consent under false pretenses. Yes. Which is not consent. Which is not consent. Internet? I'm looking <laughs> at you. You've made it past the fireplace scene where he changes her appearance, right, bro? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm on episode. I've gotten past the uh, wolf girl getting her first taste of revenge and realizing... I really like killing humans with my own bare hands. My See, wolf hands. Don't, don't we all? See, Brogan, I think the biggest misconception about this show is that he's only having sex with them just to fill sexual desires. His demon is magical. He's literally helping them get stronger. So if anything, they're using him. He he did, which I thought was the most bonkers thing. <laughs> and it, it ma- I thought when they first said it, like, this is the weirdest, dumbest thing. No way anyone believes this during the montage of him getting raped. Again, I, if it wasn't a montage, I think more people would have been, like, grossed out by it. Yeah, if they would have made it, like, individual, like, impactful rape scenes yeah. versus, like, kind of just going. Because that's going kind of what her, hers was individual, more impactful. Yeah. Um, which, like, he had, he did the same thing, Stir. Are we her. saying this was a Benny Hill-style rape montage? <laughs> Oh my, I now want to put when he's nice. when he's fucking describing what's happening to him. There's a Benny almost like oh, it's so disgusting. Oh, yeah, like like the girl like is sucking his penis and he comes in her mouth and then the dude gra- who was raping him from behind literally was like, "Give me some of that, don't hog yeah. it." Yeah, like, snowball me. Uh, I actually could because of the edit, the censoring. I couldn't tell what was really happening. I'm like, did he fuck him and then put it in her mouth, or was it the other way around? After, after, dude was fucking the main character in the asshole, and then the main character came in the girl's mouth, and the dude stopped fucking the dude to drink the semen from the lady's mouth. This is why we're rated for mature because of this fucking show right here, right now. Redo over here is a fucking. Well, if you would have just watched it uncensored and saw what happened, we wouldn't have to explain it. <laughs> 
after you finish the censored version, you should go back and just watch the sex I, scenes uncensored. I don't, because I don't want to, because they make me uncomfortable. They, they, they aren't horny sex scenes for me. There's one. You haven't gotten to it yet. There's one I, that I got a little horny on. The Lake Threesome was actually a really good hentai scene. Okay. I, I Jesse, do you agree with me? My dick was hard the entire episode. The, the, the entire <laughs> series. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. They were horny. just eating dinner in a town and my dick was hard. I don't know what was happening. Jesse, you're just horny for revenge. <laughs> you know, I'm on his team. I'm, That's all I got to say. I'm not on anyone's team. I think everyone's fucking off on the show. But, I mean, that's that's kind of... Then once you get to that point, we're like, okay, everyone's shitty. Yeah. You start viewing the show in a very different light. and like, okay, this is about everyone being shitty and shitty people just ruining each other. Uh, oh, I can smell that one. Woo. Yeah. That's a beer burp if I've ever heard one. Boulevard unfiltered wheat. Great shit. Um... But back to the thing that I was sponsored. watching that was filtered. <laughs> um, there's, uh, there, I don't, I enjoy their fancy stuff. The action in it's really good. It's got good scenes. I, I hate that I'm like sitting there going, oh, now that her, like, she's been basically brainwashed. She's in love with him. And the, like, the romance loving part of me is like, oh, I love it. But then I'm like, no, wait, no, it's not okay. None of this is Okay. <laughs> You uh, no. There's not a single relationship in that entire show that would exist under normal circu- normal circumstances all that you could it, be okay with. All of it is toxic. Yeah. Everything <laughs> about that show is fucking toxic. And like, it's fine if you're enjoying the like toxicity, knowing all these people are bad people, and you go, everything that these people are doing is bad. Don't 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 promote it and go. Oh, look at this. This is great. And like, don't don't do that. But you can enjoy it. You can enjoy it. It's okay I mean, to enjoy a, that thing. There's a scene towards the end where I'm going, whenever you finish the show, we're going to have a great discussion about, like, he, he levels up his fucked up, like, fuck up this <laughs> towards the end. Uh, Mitch, it's the scene where... Uh, uh, I, haven't say, fi- I haven't finished it either, sir. I got about uh, three quarters of the way through the series. You got to the well, threesome. You, yeah, I got... You the, need to finish. You need to finish. I do need there's, to finish in more ways than one. He'll, he'll watch it on uh, <laughs> censored. Yeah, I'll watch there's it in censored version. Yeah, thank you, man of culture. <laughs> uh, there's a scene towards the end where it's like, I would say it's probably one of the more fucked up things he has done. Like, mm. that, like even when, when I was like, damn, they're bad people. Like, that's this is kind of a little bit fucked up. Like, this is, like... But when when you both finish watching it, we'll discuss the scene, and we'll probably both we'll probably all be on the same page of what that scene is. But yeah, this show is, uh, you know, it's whenever a beta gets pushed to his limits in his first life, you see, just comes out of wolf and sheep's clothing. Okay, here's the here's one of the things I like about. It. I like that you told mentioned that beta like pushed to his limits, wolf and sheep's clothing. There are so many um. Nagataro. Jesse, have you been watching Nagataro? Um, I have not. I've seen all the funny memes about it, how like their bullying is really just them sexually harassing <clears throat> this dude. <laughs> but it's a good show. And and yes. <laughs> um I I always whenever I'm reading or watching these shows where there's the beta character where he's like he doesn't respond to them, so I'm like, 
all you have to do is just for a second, just say, no, fuck you. I'm not doing this. And then leave. But that never happens because then the show, the shows won't go on with that beta character being yeah. a beta until finally whatever happens for the show. Um, so I like being able to see this character go, okay, I've suffered all of this. I'm done suffering. I'm backbone time. I got it. I healed my backbone. I'm no longer spineless. See, in the in the American anime, he would just be a school shooter. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> but one of my other notes. Jesse, you've seen the whole show. Mitch hasn't. Mitch has his own theory on this. Uh, and this, I didn't tell Mitch this theory. I have a theory about uh, Freya, Princess Flair. Yes. Garbage bitch princess. Yes. I think down in her core, and this isn't really with Mitch's theory, I think down in her core, she actually, in her own sick, twisted way, had a crush and actually did love Kairu. But because of the corruption and evilness that is her home country, she's like, okay, hey, I'm just going to do some BDSM with you that's not consent. Because they could easily do all what she was doing to him, but as role play and consent. Because hmm. that there are people with fetishes like that, and there are people that actually do that. Kink.com is for an example. But no, instead she was like, I'm going to torture you because I get off on it. And whatever the fuck. I think somewhere deep down in that course, there is like a sick, twisted love inside of it. That's not healthy and not good. And nothing she did was good. She's a horrible human being. They're all horrible human They're, beings. Oh, my God. My, my theory. I don't agree with that. I don't like I don't agree. But go ahead. And she tells your theory. My theory is that bitch princess was actually somehow magically resistant to the brainwashing. And that she just saw how powerful dude is and is playing along. I think that'd be crazy. I don't know if that's the truth or not, because I've not finished it. But I just, like, every time I watch a series, the kind of, like, aspiring author in me goes, what would be an amazing plot twist? I think that'd be an amazing plot twist if she was just fucking biding her time. Like... I don't agree that, like, she was in love with them and, like, this is, like, some sick shit. Like, she was a power-hungry bitch, and she realized how fucking OP his shit was, because whenever, oh, this is, like, one of the greatest swordsmen we have, who's missing an arm now, so now she's basically useless, and the nigga just re now she has a new arm. Yeah, this nigga can just have ultimate regenerative abilities, yeah. I'm, I want that under my control. Hence why she did what she did both times and, like, drug him and whatnot. But I don't think it was a love thing. It was just more of, I'm going to keep this power and I'm going to monopolize it for myself. I mean, that's a fair read on it. I'm I'm just ship trash that tries to look for romance <laughs> wherever I can. You just try to find the oh, ship. Romance. It's him and all the women that he <laughs> thinks. The sad part is, I think, like, the wolf girl is legitimately in love with him. Oh. Uh... 
like one of the few that are legitimately in love with him without brainwashing, but it's under false pretenses and it's kind of sad. Yeah, and she's also it's technically not under false slave. pretenses. He bought her. <laughs> she's literally his property. <laughs> no. Well, well no, and here's the thing. We can't. And it, and it's and it's not under false pretenses because like basically, what he did was buy her, and she was like, goes like she had a disease, so he healed her. I think it's a hundred percent warranted why she's in love with him. Oh, so you bought me, so I was no longer just being in isolation down in the fucking cave. Then you healed me from a disease I was obviously gonna die die from, like any type of like pretty soon. And you gave me enough power to murder the people who had been fucking over my people. Like, I feel her love is completely warranted. Like he was. Like, Jesse, I understand her. Like, there's no foul play. There. Jesse has a point. He he did give her all of that strength, even though the writer decided, hey, people can get more powerful from your cum. That's <laughs> such a weird... Just bodily fluids in general, but cum is probably the most potent. See, I was always... Uh, as I watched it and got like through that. all those sections where it's like, he talked about, you know, oh, my cum, this and that. I almost wonder if it wasn't a placebo effect. Where she wasn't just naturally healing and gaining more confidence, and as she got more confident and better at fighting, was she not just getting better, and he was just getting his nut, claiming that it was what was making her better? Why did so many people rape him? Because they were just shitty people that wanted to rape him. He did have a kind of cute face. <laughs> that, so I always wondered, like, does his cum actually have power, or is he just saying that so he could get his nut? <laughs> And that's where I thought maybe that love was under kind of false pretenses. Because maybe she was already powerful enough to do what she was doing. She just wasn't confident enough. Because it didn't seem like she actually gained physical strength. It just kind of seemed like she kind of learned how to use her claws and got her aggression back. And it's like, I think he just nutted in her mouth because he nutted in her mouth and made her think it was power. I think he just like <sighs> Jesse. Like he has power. Like all oh, those absolutely, people were fucking yeah. him. Like all those people were fucking him. Like <laughs> at the beginning, just because like they were getting something out of it. I mean, it started with like the maids of the place there. So like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's not just like. Like a placebo effect. I think, like, he was, like, he was doing something. I don't know what the fuck it was. I don't know if it was, like, um, like, I don't know. Like, upgrading? Like, I'm not sure exactly how the fuck that works, necessarily. Because, like, think his powers he can use to, like, you know, transmute things and, like, change people's memories and shapeshift and all this other shit. So, like, maybe... While he was doing that, he was, you know, maybe he could have just put a hand on her and did the same thing. But why do that when you just have sex? <laughs> I mean, I going back to the maids, I thought I thought it was so strange when they're like, oh, yeah, the maids, they they, they want to come and fuck me because of reasons. I'm like, what the, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> I, I've, I've played, like, porn games like this. This is the same plot. What the fuck? Like, I fucked them every night. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I definitely play poor games like this. No, it was, this was literally a hentai with a slightly more thought out plot that somehow made it onto mainstream anime platforms. Like, in years past, this would have just gone on to Hentai Haven. 
And that's where it would have lived. This somehow got on to, like, Crunchyroll. This... <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, no, do not put that... I'm cutting that. <laughs> oh, fuck. FBI, open up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we... Oh, shit. I'm so upset. I'm... Yeah, but Redo of a Healer wasn't as bad, and I... I fully, I, I wasn't in agreement, but I fully agree that what he did may have been a little warranted. It's not, nothing he did is okay by any means, but definitely in where everyone's fucked up, like, okay. Yeah. Well, he got raped, he got drugged. Every, everyone wants to stuff. say... You know, in a perfect world, you tell your story, you say what happened, you get your justice through the system or whatever. This isn't that world. Mm -mm. In that world, in a world where revenge is the only option, he did what he had to do. In any world, the justice system doesn't fucking work. Um. Yeah, but in this world, it's a little less acceptable. Or if it's like, oh, I got raped, I'm going to go and rape that person and their family and their dog and... That doesn't work quite as well. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. What was that last part? What, what? was the last thing they raped? Hey, I'm, I'm just fucking dogs. You're over here fucking kids. Oh, <laughs> none of this is okay. None of this is okay. I'm going to have to cut it. Oh, no. I'm going to edit this episode. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you fucking aren't. That's not goddamn happening. Well, you know, I don't want to, like, Spoil too much for you, Brogan, but... You can spoil the show. I don't give... You know I don't care about uh, spoilers. All I'm going to say is one word, and it's something that's going to occur later, but bestiality. Like, oh, legitimate bestiality. He's going he's gonna to make the poor brainwashed woman fucking an animal. Uh, uh, no, but... That, okay, that makes An animal feel... is penetrating a person. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Nice. Uh, yeah, this show, this show is definitely, like, a lot of this guy's just fetishes. Yeah. Right, like, the, the elf kisses his eyeball. That was in my notes. People got an eyeball licking fetish. The elf kisses his eyeball. Yeah, no, that was... That's a fetish? Yeah. Ew. What the fuck? Kesha has a, like, putting beards in her mouth fetish. The singer? No, I thought you meant the other Kesha. I don't know how many different Kesha there are. There could be any <laughs> Kesha with a dollar sign? Yeah, k-dollar sign, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she had a Tumblr about it. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's called Put Your Beard in My Mouth. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not fucking kidding. In the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Put your beard in my mouth. And you suck on my titty. Hey. <laughs> Bars. Dudes. Um. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I will continue watching the show. I think... I'm, as I'm watching, I'm going, I hate that I'm thinking this, but I kind of, if it gets, I would, I'd watch a second season. <laughs> I hate myself. It's like, I hate that I like it. I hate that. I'm a, and the, the fantasy stuff is like your generic fantasy. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing, it just, there's something about watching bad people. Just garbage people doing garbage things to each other. I don't know what it is. Uh, but yeah. You know I didn't think this episode was gonna be this. I didn't. I'm not sure what it was. I didn't really have any expectations for this episode, but I really didn't think it was gonna be this. What 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 time are we at right now? Uh, we're at about a quarter till. 
I'm just sitting here <laughs> with my emotions because I have to. Because re- Redo of a Healer does that. Uh, audience. Rape is not okay, but Redo of a Healer. It's not that bad to watch. I hate saying that. Um, It hurts me a lot. Before we set the record for the amount of times rape is said on a Twitch stream. God, th- um, that's probably a fucking thing. We can't do that. We're, we're fuck Twitch it. is ban hammer now well, on Twitch. There oh, has no. to be someone watching for a ban to happen. <laughs> we have to be reported. Um, <laughs> um, I, I have to put a disclaimer up on this episode. Yeah, trigger warning. It, it does. There is a lot of parts in it where I, like, I feel like this is traumatic. I feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> And actually, a lot of those are in the montage. I feel so bad what's happening to him. Jesse, will you save us with... I keep going into it. Your you corner. Yeah. Give us something better. Going to Jesse's corner, or is this episode already about to be done? I, I think it needs to be. I mean, we could talk about my hero again for a minute if we wanted to. We were talking are, about it earlier. You're caught up on... You said you're caught up on my hero, right, Jesse? Yes. Um, we talked about it at length last week, but I'm I'm excited for this upcoming episode because of the implications of the, you know, one for all and homeboy that originally awoken the the weird parts of his power. Uh was it Shinzo or Uh yeah, Shinzo. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Because it can't just be Deku wrecking face. They just had an episode like that with Bakugo. They wouldn't have two episodes in a row like that. So something dramatic's about to happen. What do you think, Jesse? Honestly, what I would love to see is kind of like a put-the-world-on-notice episode where... You know, you know, they do this next round and, you know, because the most recent episode ended with like Deku saying, you know, I think my powers are finally under control, you know, after, you know, the little thing that happened in the middle of the night. I love a pro- like put the world on notice episode where how Bakugo, you know, kind of cleaned up house in five minutes, you know, with teamwork. Like, I want Deku just to clear a fucking house in five minutes and say, like, he is now the closest to being like he's the number one student in the school kind of episode, or just like how he was like how All Might praised Bakugo for like oh yeah you did minimal destruction and did X Y and Z. Like I want Deku literally just to like clear fucking house. That's what I would love to see is like I don't know because like it's obviously like us as like watchers understand he has the OPS you know ability so like eventually he will be the number one hero. But, like, I'm ready for that time where he, like, takes a step up from being the little pussy who just does everything the right way and, like, you know, and just, like, shows, like, I'm fucking serious, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a nice guy and everything, but I'm with the shits. And that kind of goes into what I was saying when we were talking before the podcast. Some sort of power scaling has to be coming up. It has to be. Because... We know 
that he ends up eventually being the number one hero. For people who have been spoiled on the manga, we know that a big transition is coming from Deku not terribly far in the future, and he's not there. He's not there yet. And something has to give. Um, We mentioned this last... I mentioned this last week. Um, I think maybe not after this season and maybe not even after the next season, uh, but there's going to be basically the climax of the manga so far, um, where at least the first climax, uh, where we're going into this last act, um, I think that's going to be made into a movie. I think they're going to do a Mugen Train style thing. So I don't know how far away that would be, but I bet that's that's the only way I could see yeah. that playing out. It kind of depends on how far they get at the end of this season and into next season. Like, do they skip a little bit? Do they condense a little bit? Like, how far do they get? Because where they're at in the anime and where they're at in the manga, there's a huge divide. Huge divide. Surprisingly so. Yeah. And so power ramping needs to happen eventually. And whether that happens right now, I think right now would kind of be a cool area for it to happen, but I don't know that it's necessarily going to happen. On uh, Back to talking about the uh, most recent episode, um, we, we've now been basically introduced to, like, almost all of the characters in Class B where we now kind of have a good feeling on who they are instead of them just being wallpaper. Yeah. You guys got any uh got any people you really like from class B? Anybody uh showing off to you? The shadow dude is insane. He's got fucking potential out the asshole. Jesse? Um Yeah, there's a few people that I actually just like that I think are very interesting and very cool. Um like like the shadow dude's like oh. Like you, like you said, is like super cool. Um, <clears throat> I like the dude who can like you know make the substances like like the ground like jelly and whatnot, and like make a quicksand or like mud and like can change the consistency of like the things he touches. Um, and then that mushroom bitch was pretty cool too. I just like how she's just like, yeah, I'm gonna just have this OP ability, and it's just gonna poison you if you come within this, you know, in this area. Yeah, she fucking grew mushrooms in that dude's fucking throat. Like, imagine if she did that to a villain, but just, like, didn't just do it a little bit, but just, like, grew an entire fucking, like, farm of mushrooms in somebody's insides. Like, you're dead. She literally has a supervillain power. Yeah, like, you, you could literally kill someone. And she doesn't have, like, the ability to, like, make them disappear either, because they're just like, yeah, we have to wait two hours. It's like, damn, like, if she just does that to somebody, like, they just dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're actually deceased. Uh, I, yeah, I'm uh, Lizardy, who got introduced in this most recent episode. Oh, the uh, guy that can make blades on it, anyone's no, body? No, the girl that can, like, separate parts from her bar- body. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Eh, that kind of seems like an eh ability. It's mostly when she got introduced, uh, as uh, anime nerds immediately always do, she became like, this is our new waifu. Oh. I, I don't really it's have the, the waifu teeth. effect on anyone in my hero. 
I know a lot of people do, but they have that really adolescent art style to them, and they're not overly sexualized in their costumes. And I, I, I don't really waifu any of the My Hero characters. Not even the adult ones? Uh, I like Midnight. I like Midnight. Oh. Yeah. We all like Midnight. Yeah. Now, my question is, I mean, Brogan, this probably is not for you since you've actually, like, have read shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. But... I'm out. What class do you think uh, the vocal core dude is going to get into? Because I'm, I'm assuming he's probably going to be accepted at the hero course. What do you think he's going to be in class A or B? I'd put him as a B if if he makes it. I almost wonder if he doesn't make it. Just because his quirk is more support-esque. And his combat abilities certainly aren't polished at this point. Oh, we got some stuff in chat. Do you buy your shirt from Express? It seems very Express. No, this is from Amazon. Uh, but thank you for noticing my clothes. I always appreciate it. <laughs> I dress up nicely. I'd like people to compliment me. Yeah, out of the two, I'd say out of the three of us, Brogan definitely gives a shit about what he looks like the most. I I don't have my nails painted today because uh, I just it was a lot of effort. So, so you just made you just made his night by asking where his clothes came from. You did you did I feel uh, loved and appreciated. Uh, thank you, Chad. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Um, but back to uh, your feelings on him being class B. Or not getting into the hero. If program. he makes it into the hero program, I would call him definitely a solid B. I don't think he's A material. I don't even know if I'd necessarily call him hero material at this point. Jesse, um, I like his abilities, and like I feel like it. He has potential <laughs> to be very good. Um, I don't know. It's it's very weird. Like I like his like I like his character design and like I kind of like how Izawa like kind of like realized okay you need more than just your own power. Kind of like how Izawa was like okay I can you know cancel quirks but you know I have to be able to do other shit. So you know as soon as he like he polishes up like those other things like he said, like he can be good. And personally, there's really not a huge difference between class A and B and like who they accept. It can, it's literally just random because like. You gonna look me in my face and tell me you can't name three people from Class B who should be in Class A before Minita? You gonna look me in my face before Invisible Girl? No, you you, you right. You right. Fucking pony. Yeah, <laughs> deserves it more. All she has is horns. Anyone deserves it more than Minita. Invisible Girl, I feel like she's underutilized. Um, I feel like if she was a little more ruthless and more calculated. I mean, she could obviously use her invisibility to a greater extent. So I feel like she deserves it. But yeah, Minita could go fuck himself. What does that say? Um, are you guys talking about uh, My Hero Academia? Yes, we are. Uh, can we recommend a psychological anime on the level of psychopaths? Uh, Terror in Resonance. If you ever want to watch a psychological anime, Terror in Resonance is amazing. Are we talking like psychological anime as in psychological horror or like psychological thriller? Because I wouldn't really think... I've never thought of Psychopaths like a, like a psychological anime. I always thought of it like uh, Ghost and Shell. Yeah, it's... it. They but, all kind of like bleed into each other, but if you want 
specifically psychological, very brainy, very on the edge of your seat. Terror and Resonance is goddamn primo. I I know what you mean by psychological. You mean like heady with a lot of like big ideas and concepts and uh and and kind of makes you like introspective yeah. and kind of makes you like uneasy almost. Yeah. Jesse, do you have a recommendation for a new friend in chat? Yeah, like Henry was saying is like when you say psychological that's you know that's a pretty like uh bo- like a very vast kind of genre cuz like, you know, it could be something along the lines, something like Death Note, where, like, you know, they're just constantly outthinking each other. It's, like, very, like, if you're not, you know, they're always thinking one step ahead, or something like ReZero, where, you you know, you kind of look into, like, his mind, and, like, you see, like, the mental kind of, like, you know, the way it stretches out, or something like Future Diary, how it's, you know, mm, kind of... That's a good one. Yeah, Future Diary is probably, like, my suggestion, I would say, because um, it's one of my favorite animes, just in general. Um, but it's just, like, you know, when you say psychological, it's like, well, what what kind of effect do you want to have on your own? Like, what kind of effect are you looking for? Yeah, I would say those are, like, the two big ones, unless Broken mm-hmm. has another one. But Terror and Resonance and Mariah Nikki, also known as Future Diary, amazing psychological animes. I, I love really good heady anime where, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bitch for uh, symbolism. I love me some good symbolism. Uh, but... If I'm going to recommend something close to Psychopaths, I think I might do It Invaded, which I've recommended to you guys. Uh, it's very, it's not as heady, definitely not as heady, but it's got some very similar Psychopaths uh, notes to it, I guess I would say. Also, if you haven't watched the third season and the movies of Psychopaths, definitely do that because I didn't know those were a thing until recently. Mm-hmm. So those kind of just, those flew under my radar, so I don't know if they flew under yours, so. So, uh, thank you, viewer and chat. We got three for you. Mariah Nikki, Terror and Resonance, and Id Invaded, which is spelled I-D, right? Yep, I-D. Id Invaded. As in the Freudian sense of the id. Right. Uh, but back to um, talking about my hero. Um, I am not going to say anything about him getting into a class or not. Cause right, because you know the result. I, I know what happens in the future of the manga, and I don't want anything I say, even if I'm sitting thinking, oh, I can speak from a point of the show and go from there. I don't want you to think that I'm coloring it any, in any sort of way. Right. Uh, so I will say this. I would absolutely, absolutely love a show that's just uh, Shinso? 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 Is that what we said? Earlier? Shinso, yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, like his, his journey of... My power is basically that of a villain, but I want to be a hero and watch as he grows and becomes stronger and able to g- figure out how to use that in that way. I would love a show like that. So that that's my personal take on that. I'd love to watch him instead of Deku just try to get into the hero course. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, let's wrap. start wrapping up, I guess. I think it, now's a good time for Jesse's Corner. Rawr. <laughs> that's back <laughs> it's been a minute since I said that <laughs> Jesse what you got for us this week so this one is just a little something fun you know <clears throat> if there was if you guys can pick one anime and turn to a video game and it doesn't 
it doesn't necessarily stick to the source material as in you are basically thrown in at episode one of a show and your actions can dictate how the game is played but like things that go on in the background are still happening if that makes sense um so let's say for example um let's say with my hero you join in you know class a or whatever you know you get you take the test and you pass you get in class a everything in the background still happening like everyone still go who's like going to support class in the show still does that unless you unless you physically change something yourself the show in the background keeps going as it would so you know an example would be you know if you're playing as like deku and my hero if you do what bad at the you know advancement ceremony you don't get your license so then you have, then you you know you take like that kind of thing so like your actions directly affect your game what anime would you like to play a game as where, you know, you can, it could be almost, you know, cookie cutter, the exact same as the show, or you can have a completely different outcome? I know my answer. Okay, how about you go? I don't. I want to be in control and have a dating simulator based off my team romantic comedy snafu. Because. I'm changing up the waifus that are picked in the end. And I'm pulling off a threesome between myself, Yui, and her mom, and we're going to live happily ever after. You're going to do an Akiyodan bowl. Okay. (laughs) Because Yui is primo waifu, her mom is luscious, and I am hitting both of them. Both of them! So you just want a horny game. Who doesn't? You're right. <laughs> I think I outed myself earlier on the podcast about that. So yeah. <laughs> we're not getting back into it. Um, Yui's getting the dick she deserves. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, all I can ever think about is the anime I've been most I've been watching as of lately. Um, so I'm just going to have to go with. A oh shit. Um, Jesse, I I need your answer. I'm I'm still thinking. I'm sorry. You see, my answer is a simple one because I think it would be funny. Um, I would choose Naruto, where it's the entirety of the series, so it would be a pretty long fucking game. Um, but it would start at the beginning, and I would love to be Kiba. Huh. And take it all the way back to the first Chunin exams where he was beating the shit out of Naruto and then Naruto farted and knocked him out. I would immediately join the Akatsuki and start killing niggas. You know how you make that There's no dis- way I'm going out like that. You know, that, was, he, that was the ultimate disrespect. It really was. You, you know how you make that the shortest fucking video game in history? Just stop Itachi from killing his clan. And then it just turns into a slice of life anime. And then. It just- <laughs> Like I would, I'd be, um, it would be simple. I'd be Kiba. I would, I would immediately join the Ikatsuki, and I'd just start going around just adopting stray dogs. So then I'd have, <laughs> I'll be able to have like fifty dog no jutsu, and just turn into like a gigantic chimera <laughs> with you know fifty heads or something crazy. Okay. 
Yeah, Kiba is one of the more OP characters who didn't get a lot of love in the series. Because they even said, like, oh, they wanted me to be Hokage, but I turned it down, and oh, this. But they, like, never show any of his, like, missions where he's super strong to supposedly be recommended for Hokage. It's like he's just hoed for no reason. Like, I don't know. Kiba was just one of the people where, like, in his class, like, he was probably, uh, like, maybe, like, fifth or sixth strongest. Like, he wasn't, like, cause, like, obviously Naruto and Sasuke were stronger. Um, like, I like Shino was more strong. Um, obviously, um, Shikamaru was the smartest person in the fucking village. <laughs> you know, so, like, people like that. So, like, Kiba, I don't know, for how annoying he was, because he get he was, like, the same, I'm gonna be Hokage! And it's like, no, you're not. Calm down, Kiba. Like, <laughs> like, you need to know your place a little bit. Calm down. It's just kind of like how, uh, you know, Sakura thinks she's the strongest Sasuke and Naruto. It's like, bitch, shut the fuck up with your foolishness. Yeah, I you're finally strong, caught you're up. Not there. <laughs> bitch, yeah, you finally caught up in terms of you're standing right here. <laughs> yeah, you physically caught up to them. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my game. So, uh, Brogan, do you have your answer yet? Um, I think I do. Uh, my brain kept going to... Things I've currently been watching that, like, I don't think would work. Uh, so many other bullshit. Like, I started thinking about things that were already video games. Change the video game. Hey. I was like, Pokemon. Wait a minute, that's already a video game. <laughs> yeah. Digimon. Wait a minute, that already has video games. I thought about fucking Fate Encore. Which oh. was originally a video game. Yeah. I was like, oh, that'd be like, ah, oh, shit, that's already a video game. video game. <laughs> I have to go with My Hero Academia. Okay. It'd be really cool. You Honestly, fucking what I said. You were a senso. Like, you were, like, learning to use your powers, and you're trying to get into the hero program after getting into the general studies. Huh. Like, you know what? I, I think you could get a really good story out of that, and you could have really good, like, action scenes. Yeah. Like, it could be either a visual novel or a full-on adventure uh, third-person game. Yeah. JRPG? Yeah, JRPG. Dude, J- JRPG. He controls the other heroes and tells them how to fight and do their shit. Yeah. There we go. I mean, there's so much. I that That's my answer. It has to be that. See, if I'm playing the My Hero video game, I'd play Froppy and make her not be a little narc bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're, so, you're still so I upset about it. I hate that bitch. Like, shut up, bitch. They did everything right. They saved the day, but they didn't do it the hero way. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, you little frog-looking bitch. Yeah, they did it the stained way. I would definitely be Todoroki, and I would definitely defect to the bad side. <laughs> That'd be insane. <laughs> yeah, because that technically hasn't happened. Shut up. I'm not talking about Todoroki. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I thought uh, I thought you were just made, no no no. Major I'm not I was like, no, wow, no, fuck you, Brogan. No. <laughs> No. I had to be careful because if I make a jokes about it, it'll be construed as me spoiling something. I'm yeah. Like, I can't do this. <laughs> oh my god. Um but yeah. On that note. On that bombshell. Um, hey, we're the unnamed anime podcast. Thank you for listening tonight. Uh thank you for joining us in chat. We're here every Saturday. You can watch us on YouTube. Uh we are posted on Spotify, uh anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh please leave us a review. On iTunes, we will read it on the show. Uh, we don't have any right now, so we can't. But I will, 
Leave us a comment on YouTube. I'll read on the show. Fuck, we did that once. Um, so hey, I'm really hoping you enjoyed this. I'm Brogan. I'm Mitch. And I'm Jesse. You can follow us at the Unnamed Anime Podcast on Twitter. And peace, love, niggas, anime. <laughs> okay, now I need to. <laughs>